Hi Gail, hi John. Uh, oh, I had the date and I've forgotten it. It's Monday again. I always do it Monday, don't I? I think it's the 26th today. Let me just see if I can check. Not that it matters, but yes, 26th of November. Um, rained again last night. So, yeah, rains are here, that's for sure. Very hot and muggy. Um, I'm sat out on the on the balcony this morning and uh, Francie and Katie have just arrived and he's now looking at me through the window thinking, what on earth are you doing out there? Um, so, yeah, I just this is down to me. I'm not quite comfortable enough to be able to sit in the room and record this while they're in the room directly listening, although I always play the podcast back first to make sure it's worked properly before I send it to you, so they will hear it all. Um, but I just feel a little bit more comfortable not, you know, with them not directly listening. Um, but I'm sure Francie will emerge at some point with a, some witty retort. <laughs> so we'll we'll look forward to that. Um, okay, so Francie and Katie now have air conditioning in their cost. Uh, very nice, very good. Uh, we had Claire and I had to go over. Of course, they were working, so when the guy called to come and install it, then uh, uh, we were, the in-laws were called, and over we went to wait, and I had a message back and forth with the installation guy who was saying, um, I can't see it. What? Oh, it's, it's okay, he's asking me something. Um, so we had to go over and wait, and then message back and forth, and I said to the guy, this is all in Indonesian, um, what time will you come? Uh, and he answered in Indonesian, I will go there at one o'clock. Okay. Well, that's okay. We had to, we had till 3.30 before we had to go to Finns for the soccer and the gymnastics. So we thought, there we are, that'll be fine. So how long will it take? One to two hours. Okay, yeah, great, there we are. So I said, that's no problem. We have to go um, by 3.30, to which he replied, Waduh, which means, oh my God. So I said, what's the problem? He said, well, not enough time to do it. I said, I don't understand. He said, you said you'd come at one o'clock. And he said, no, no, I told you that I would go at one o'clock. <laughs> this country. So what he, what he meant, when I said, what time will you come here? He didn't answer the question. He just gave me the answer to a different question. And he told me what time he would leave wherever he was coming from. I mean, why? Oh, I went nuts. I was shouting and swearing in the room and I didn't realise the next door neighbour was in, who's a bully. I don't know what country she's from, but she would have heard every word of it and I know she speaks English. But basically just saying, why the flip is he telling me what time he's leaving his place? Who, who wants to know what time he's leaving his place? I just asked him what time he's coming here. Why is he telling me what time he's leaving? What a blah, blah, beep, 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 beep. So, um, well, I was absolutely mad. Uh, so, of course, we're there now, one o'clock. There's no sign of him. Um, and then it's a question of, well, we've got to go. Well, he's like, well, is there any point coming and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, in the end, he said, right, I'm leaving now. And I just said, okay, because Claire said, look, don't upset him because he won't come. And he's the guy that's been designated from Hypermart where we bought it to come and do the installation. Um, you know, just don't, you know, we've got to get this done today. I said, okay. So he said, I'm, I'm on my way. So I just put a thumbs up and a, 
and hands together, thank you, thank you, sir, sort of thing, you know, and that, that was that. Anyway, then, because I, I'd sent him the location already, um, he then replied later on, well, he was on his way, I suppose, saying the address is, is Tanalot, yes? So, of course, it's not, it's no, it's, it's, it's on the road to Tanalot, but it's about, it's about an hour to Tanalot from, from Kate and Francie's place. So that, that's when I thought maybe he thought he wouldn't have enough time because he thought he was going to Tanalot. So I said, no, no, Pereira Nan, you know, near from Batabolong, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, the two guys, they turned up. They were really nice. We had a nice chat. Um, they used some of the power tools that I used to use in the UK, Makita. Um, very good brands, so we had, you know, something in common. And the guy was asking about Francie's boxing because the punch bag was in the room. And it was, yeah, it was all good. Um, and they took, they installed the whole thing in less than an hour. Um, and we weren't late for the gymnastics and soccer, and it was all fine. But when he put it on, we were talk, thinking about where to position it, and uh, he sort of showed the position that he favoured most, and because uh, it was just easiest to, to install it, but it was also directing straight at the bed. But it was on the other side of the room, so it had a bit of distance to go to get to the bed. Um, but that was with the power source and the external wall. That was pretty much the only spot it could go, really. Um, and I said, you know, will that... Well, is this going to work? Is it going to? Yeah, no problem. It'll work a treat. It'll work no problem at all. Anyway, so they installed it all, switched it on, and then said, um, "It's a small unit, not very, not very big output. It's going to take a, it's going to take a while for the room to cool down." Oh, great! So there, I was panicking then. That you know, that night when Kate and Francie came back, of course they walk into the room and the heat hits you like a wall. Because uh, in the afternoon the sun comes across and basically just it's like a microwave. It just heats the room up. Um, I thought, oh, this isn't gonna. It's not gonna be good enough. Um, but they went back and went to sleep. And Francie messaged to say it was great. And they we saw them the next day, smiles on the faces and uh, a good night's sleep. And it's working perfectly. So I've just told them, you know, keep watching your electricity meter now because it's gonna go down quicker than it was before. Um, so you know don't get caught out so they i think they're on it um so all good yeah uh so we went to uh francie had his visa appointment on wednesday morning 11 20 and we got all the documents through anna anna came good with all the um the invitation letter copy passport uh confirmation from her bank that she has funds to, to fund his stay although she won't be doing that but it's just part of the visa process um, all good, so he submitted his doc, sat down, uh, had to fill another form in, I think which was to try and catch him out about why he's going to Australia, which of course was fine because he knows why he's going and just told the truth and that was fine. So it's in process and we've had two emails so far saying your application is now at the embassy in Jakarta and then we had another email then the next day saying your application is now at the Australian or the, it's basically it's now in Australia. So um, it's it's in process, but we had no, nothing more than that yet. But it's, I think the statistics are something like sixty percent of applications are turned around in fourteen days, and ninety percent by thirty days. So it's just a waiting game now. Uh, Kate's been off to Jakarta. She went on Thursday for the, just for the day. Left early, came back late. Um, that worked out pretty well. So fingerprints and photos, no awkward questions and they still have a passport that's apparently that's how it works and well sometime this week that passport should arrive back in bali 
uh, and we should be able to confirm whether or not she has multiple entry. Um, I say we're 99.9% .9 certain that she has, but it'd be nice just to, just to see it, just to, just to nail that. Nothing we can do until we've got Francie's visa anyway. Um, but yeah, it's still all going the right way. Um, right, Neil's motorbike. Ugh. This country! Oh, um, the guy finally got back to me. God, it was... I think it was... I think it was Saturday he finally got back to me. Almost a week later with the price. Now, the, the list price on the internet was 18 million. Uh, and again, I say a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. Perhaps my... my level of Indonesian catches me out sometimes because I'll recognise words and, and make assumptions on what people are saying uh, and sometimes those assumptions are wrong. I don't know but he I thought he'd said that it's 18 million and we, we can match that price and because it's a discontinued line um, we should be able to get a bit of a discount on it as well so I was expecting you know something less of 18 million. Anyway it says, he sends his message 20.6 million so I just looked at that and didn't, didn't respond. And then he said, but this is before discount. And again, I don't want to know. I just want to know how much it is. Just tell me how much it is. It's bloody salesman. So um, then he came back then, oh, I can offer a discount of 500,000. Final price, 20.1 million. What a joke. So I said, no, you said 18 million. Oh no, that's, that's the price if you buy it in Jakarta. They always add three million if it's in Bali. Oh well, okay, well thanks for telling me now. Um, so I said, no, it's too expensive, don't want it. And then I had a series of messages, basically begging messages. Um, Please, you must understand, blah, 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 what you want to do. But of course he gets commission on this and he, he, must have, he must have thought it was a done deal because, well, based on the information he gave me, it was a done deal. But, uh, you know, he lied, so, <laughs> so it's 20.1. Well, I said, I'm not paying that for that bike, no way. So we were going to go back yesterday uh, with Neil again and just go through. And basically there's this, the one that Neil was looking at was the, the Verza VERZA 150cc. Uh, very nice bike. And in the showroom, like I said before, um, there's a Verza on, on display, but it's the Verza CB150, um, which is just, you know, it's just a slightly slightly better model. Um, it's a little bit more of a chunky bike. It looks, oh, it's the business. It looks amazing. But that's 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 on the on the showroom floor listed at twenty point eight. So my my thinking now is, well, if this guy isn't going to come anywhere near eighteen for this other one, um, and he's and Neil's going to have to pay twenty point one, then we might as well pay twenty point eight for a for a continued line and a better model. It's only it's only seventy dollars, seven hundred thousand. We might as well do that. So we were going to go back yesterday to basically, you know, end, you know, try to negotiate a better price on the first one and then end up probably just going for that one. Um, but we had a soccer tournament yesterday morning with the younger kids, uh, under 8s, under 10s, under 12s, which was great. You know, they all, all our lot played really well, really good. It was ever so hot, and by the, by the end of it, being out in the sun for two and a half hours, um, Claire and I were just absolutely, totally done in. So we, we, we well, I just messaged Neil and said, "I'm, I'm so sorry. We're just not going to make it." Um, 
he was fine, so we'll, we'll we might Claire and I might go back there in the week to try and thrash out with this guy, or we'll wait till next Sunday and we'll do it again then. Um, there's there's no there's no mad rush. I'm a bit unfortunate that we couldn't have got it rolling, but you know we can do it next week. It's fine. Uh, okay, so um, this is a time-wise, timeline-wise, this this is a bit disjointed. But uh, the girls, yeah. So we had basketball on Fridays, uh, along with the football for the older boys, which you know went really well. Really pleased with that. Um, I had to give myself a yellow card <laughs> in uh, in the game that we played at, towards the end. Um, put a bit of a put my shoulder in a bit hard to, on Alex, I think it was, and he just I don't know, just they're so you don't forget how small these people are, these kids, you know. He just bounced off me, um, so I apologised, and I was the referee as well, so I gave myself a yellow card for that. But Alex was fine, he'd been laughing about it, no problem. Um, but um, the girls, they have this hour of dance now after their basketball, and they're absolutely loving it. And uh, then the lady, whose name is Claire, the instructor, came out and said that in two weeks, so uh, yeah, two weeks Friday, um, there's a dance display. There's also a gymnastics display as well, which I think our kids are going to be involved in. Um, but there's a dance display, so they've been learning this routine, and they can come out and do it, I think, on the pitch uh, with some music and stuff. So they're really excited about that. But um, the lady, Claire, she's got the outfits for the girls to wear, but they're spaghetti strap tops so they show all the shoulders and the tops of the arms and stuff and it's not something that the, that the girls two of the girls said yeah no problem I'll do that I don't care but the rest of them I think there's 10 girls involved the rest of them said no we, we're too too shy you know we want to wear something that covers our shoulders more so Claire our Claire is uh, uh, she's been looking for some red t-shirts you know that will match the rest of the outfits that, that our girls can wear so that they feel more comfortable so we're off to Galleria this morning to to have a look to see if we can find something in bulk at a decent price for that so hopefully that will work uh, Jessica with the cleft palate uh, so we had a recommendation of a surgeon from our friend who works he consults out of Siloam and works operates out of Sangla uh, so we passed this information on to Alison, who was very, you know, very happy, very pleased about it, and thankful that Chris wants to help, um, but very wary of of surgeons in Bali. Um, so she's going to speak to a friend of hers who deals with people like that to see if she can get a recommendation as well, and see if the two names match, or see what how to go from that. Um, but basically, then has um, said that she wants Sari to handle it. So yeah, we're out of that. Um, I gave the information to Chris uh, and um, told him that um, to wait for Sari's call. So I suppose I'd leave it, perhaps I'll leave it maybe a month um, and uh, being very cynical. When nothing happens, um, perhaps I'll, I'll remind everyone, you know, how's it all going? Is anything happening with this? Um, so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, so Saturday morning. Uh, we went down to the MTC, uh, the Disabled Kids Activity Morning, and we did swimming again. And the um, I call them the deaf kids, but I say it before I even realise. Uh, Adit and Sophie, oh, they're going. Where are you going? 
What? Which one? Just the close one. Okay. Bye. Francie and Katie are off to the beach. They book, they've got a day off today, so they're going to go to the, to the close beach. Oh, he's coming back. No. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, so we went down there, and uh, uh, Sophie and Adit are the two deaf children. They came in again, and of course, because they can't hear, they don't speak either. Um, they just make noises by squealing and screeching, and they're so having so much fun and so excited. They're just constantly squealing and screeching, so loud. <laughs> it was hurting. It was hurting. But um, yeah, the deaf kids nearly made us deaf. Um, but they had a they had a wonderful time. So that was good. They both had hearing aids with them on Saturday, um, but Claire was doing trying to do some tests with Adit to see whether he could hear anything at all and. Uh, he yeah he couldn't hear it he couldn't hear a thing um, but I didn't want to pry too much into the hearing aids whether they were even working or not I don't know but as we get to know them a bit more perhaps I could, we can get a bit more direct and find out what's going on um, and then coming who the other girl who's as, like I said before she's got this um, it's like her it's like her feet are on the wrong legs um, but she's very, very able and very motivated, very strong, very positive, and she's loving the swimming. So we, Claire bought her a, her own rubber ring in some nice colours, which she was absolutely thrilled with, and she jumped in with that on and was up and back, up and back, up and back, brace stroke, front crawl, absolutely loving it. Uh, so she's asked if she can keep the rubber ring, because I think on Mondays today, I think she does swimming uh, in school as well, because she goes to school during the week at the same place, you know. So, um, yeah, no problem. So she was very, very happy with that, very grateful. Uh, and then, well, this might be a short one today. Um, so this week, Kate's work, the gym, and the Singapore bosses have been over. So the school bosses have been before. The Singapore, the, the, the gym bosses were over this week. <clears throat> and basically observing them doing their lessons and stuff. Because it's quite quiet, you know, they don't have that many pupil students customer for the for the gymnastics side of it so they're looking to build it up and trying to work out where the problems are watch them training and all that and then they had a meeting yesterday about it and basically said right we've watched you doing your stuff and that's not the problem uh, the way you're conducting yourselves during the lessons and things is fine so it, there's something else that we need to do in order to attract more customers so um, Kate said well social media Kate's handling the Instagram and Facebook as well um, talking about that and she just she went into it really really well really positively and um, her being I mean her positive uh, approach she handled herself very well that's what I mean but she was quite negative about about the social media handling of Baz Jim um, she said basically she on Inst Instagram is the big one at the moment and on Instagram you can put a you can put a, a website name in it so that people who are looking at pictures and are interested can click on it and then they go to the website and she said I've taken that link away and I put the link into Facebook instead because the the, the Bastion website is awful um, it's basically it was opened it was set up two years ago and uh, since then it's, it shows the grand opening of the school and Baz Gym and stuff, and then since then, nothing. There's no updates. She said the, the phone numbers are wrong, the contacts are wrong, the schedules are wrong, the prices are wrong, everything's wrong. It's just completely it's total misinformation. 
so she said I don't want to send people there because that is gonna it's just gonna kill it um, so I send them to Facebook instead but the the, the Baz Jim Indonesia Bali website is like the the Singapore version is very very nice pristine nice color schemes great videos great pictures and then the Bali one is like it's just like somebody just knocked it up in two minutes it doesn't match any of the company branding and color schemes and logos it's just awful and that they should really think about getting it in line um, and they were very very grateful for her input on that so she is now head of marketing social media um, so that's really good and I think that's just gonna build so she's gonna do some stuff she said you you, you know you need to spend some money now um, you can pay to promote things and push it out to a wider audience so she, she thinks she says she knows how to get um, get the message out to the whole of Bali on Instagram and then push it through Facebook as well and that will at least at least more people are getting to know getting to hear about the place uh, and then hopefully results will happen she says she's had one customer they've had one new student come through because she saw Kate's stuff on Instagram already so you know she's hoping that um, if she can show some results then uh, she can uh, say right come on let's have some more money because she still thinks she's been done on the money uh, yeah so that was that so they're all happy with that um, and then talking of social media we met with Martin last night um, the Instagram thing the plans he had to try and push um, push our charity out a bit more has had a bit of a setback I don't know, something's happened with the mechanics of it I don't know but he's confident that it'll be picked up and then that's also affected Kate's personal uh, business type stuff as well but um, so it's a setback it will get sorted out they just have to find a new way of, of doing it um, that's about as much as I can do to explain it at the moment it's not you know I am getting better at it but um, it's more Kate's thing but uh, yeah so she's still she's a bit disappointed because she was hoping that that would just sort of rock it and you know set off with this new income stream and and, and open up the world and all that but um, it's gonna take longer than that Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, there we are. So, um, overcast today. Um, still warm out on the balcony though. I'll have to go back into the aircon in a minute. Um, and then we'll <clears throat> get stuff together. We've got swimming at Sarangan uh, this afternoon. But we need to go and pick up our passports from the visa agent this morning. The, the final extension is done, so we're we're good here till middle of January, but I mean, we'll, hopefully we'll only need it till the end of December and then we'll hop out anyway. Um, pick those up, pay for those, get down to the Galleria and have a look for some red t-shirts and have a coffee and a donut. <clears throat> and uh, and then head off up to Sarangan for the swimming. Uh, yeah, all good. There we are. Okay, so hope everything's okay with you guys. And uh, yeah. See you soon.